In this week's episode of the, I almost called it the Pumpkin Spice Podcast. In this week's episode of the Pass the Everything Podcast, we covered the science behind America's pumpkin spice addiction, a Japanese campaign to drink to save the country, why more American bars should be 30 plus, a weird week for Italian food transport around the country, and an opportunity to fly to Vegas for the weirdest wedding. Closing with our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Past the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. After what could have been an epic weekend for either of us, a long holiday weekend. Mm -hmm. And when we got together, we realized we're older than we realize now. eh, I kind of already realized it. We're just old millennials. We're in the, you know, we're on like the end tier of of the millennials. So usually we have something funny and entertaining to introduce each other as like a little, mm-hmm. a little tidbit. It's kind of that we share this. We are both yeah. elder millennials and this weekend is proof. He is my podcast partner for the sake of the podcast. We'll call him PTE. He started the past the everything Instagram that began this whole podcasting journey. Mm-hmm. And tell me about your elder millennial experience this weekend. All right. Uh, went out Friday around 3 p.m. So it started pretty early. Like got up early to, so to even- These are my, like senior early bird hours. To, yes, to even make myself seem older. I actually got up earlier that day so I could get work done so I could go out at three o'clock. Capped it, I think at around midnight and then was so hungover the next day, I decided, okay, that was my fun for the holiday weekend, even though I still have three full days in front of me and then proceeded to just uh, stay at the house, work, and then work out and then get some groceries. And that's what I've been doing for the past three days. And she's actually- one good day. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what the sad part is? I enjoyed every single fucking moment of it. <laughs> oh, uh, I, got, I did have to get a new Xbox controller because my last one stopped working and I decided to randomly play a video game for a couple of hours and that required me to buy a new controller. So that's how old I am now. Productive. Uh, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. like one of the highlights of your weekend. I had, I had a great fucking time doing it. I woke yeah. up. I was like, I woke up on Sunday. I'm not hungover. I got a great night's sleep. I cleaned the house, like got the, got the house all put together, mm-hmm. got some riding. I felt pretty good about myself. Felt pretty Okay. She's Ashley. <laughs> She's my wonderful co-host who lends her talents, not only on air, but also to production, to radio and this podcast. And I need to hear about, about your weekend as well, because we really don't, or we did not catch up until you came here to record. And so I want to know about what exactly went on with you. I just assumed that you were going out and doing the thing all weekend. Turn, come to find out we're just older. My elder millennial weekend peaked on Friday as well. Okay. Like a four day weekend. Like you said, I had four full days Yes, and I lived my best life Friday. Very beginning of it. Went to see a band that I used to be obsessed with in 2005. Millennial check mark. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Motion City soundtrack at House of Blues. Nice. The vibe of the crowd was perfect. Nobody below a certain age was just there. Just say everyone there was 36 yes. years old. <laughs> you can just say everyone there was in their mid-30s. Yes. That's what you mean by that. Okay. Yes. It was great. Okay. Uh, went out afterward and then I was like, nope, I can't do this again tomorrow. Okay. I didn't even make it out for decadence. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, somebody's going to hate this. I don't really care about LSU. So by the time I finally made it out, it was during the fourth quarter of the LSU game Sunday night. Okay. That is when I reemerged from being Friday night hungover, I think. See, but that to me is an interesting choice that you're making because for those that do not know, Louisiana State played Florida State in the Dome in New Orleans. So On a I, Sunday, which is weird Sunday, for college. It is yes. weird for college. It was like, you know, the big game of the weekend, whatever. Um, I was out Friday and I did spend some time in the quarter. There's fucking people mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Florida state. It's not that bad of a drive. They drove into town. They completely like, they didn't like take over new Orleans, but there's a shit ton of them. And that, that's why it's an interesting choice. But you choice. also had all the people that were here for decadence. Yes. And decadence. Uh, yeah. Gay, uh, celebrating gay pride. Uh, most of it's taking place in the French quarter as well. Yes. Had, you know, had a blast hanging out in the French quarter, but there's so many people in town. So like, that's, that's why I thought was interesting. How if did it we were, not run into each other on Friday night? Where'd you go? I was also in the quarter. Where'd you go? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> well, you want, you want to know why? Because I sat my fucking, my depressed ass down at this bar I refer to as Ass Bar, which is just called, it's American Sports Saloon on Decatur. Hmm. And I sat there to watch the Colorado game where I went to college. Yeah, and just I doubt I was them. at Ass Bar. Yeah, you were not at Ass Bar. And I watched them get their shit kicked in for two hours. And then when it was over, I was like, yeah, I want to go home now. I do know I'm I was depressed. at a place that we called Jumanji, and that's not what it's actually called. I know exactly what bar you're talking about. <laughs> also, it's not called Jumanji. Anyways, we need to move on. <laughs> also, another reference to being millennials, Jumanji was a fantastic fucking right. movie. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. Yes. <laughs> So glad we didn't see each other out in the wild because yeah. I, I don't know what we would have done. I don't know. Had a beer and be like, I should probably call tonight. Yep. <laughs> Man, Uber's expensive right now. Oh, you see these surge prices? <laughs> 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 Fucking ridiculous. In fact, now, okay, I have to tell a story really quick. In fact, now I, I feel really bad because I realize I have an old like roommate in town who hit me up and was trying to meet up and it was just not happening. And then at one point, and this is on Friday night, still early, maybe around 10, he said, early breakfast at the fly tomorrow, question mark, to which I never replied. So I'm like, early breakfast at the fly? Yeah, bro. I'm not like, I want to fucking wake up to go eat breakfast at the fly. I'm 37 years old, man. Like, it's not happening. So I appreciate that you used this podcast episode to finally respond. To? To the text. Oh, yeah. Inviting you to breakfast. No, I know. Breakfast. And if he listens to this podcast, he's going to be like, well, he's a fucking dick. And yeah. it's like, yeah, well... <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm pushing 40 and you're being like, do you want to go to the spot where all the Tulane kids hang out so we can go eat fucking grits in nine degree weather? No, I don't want to fucking do that. <laughs> also, if that was for Saturday, <laughs> it rained like hell all yeah, day Saturday. So did, how was that wet so. breakfast at oh, the fly? Yeah. I'm going to take a risk that he doesn't listen to the podcast and text him, <laughs> and text him back tomorrow and be like, sorry, man, it was storming all weekend and I was hungover. Yeah, man. Anyways, we got to too yeah, wet. Yeah. Let's start with our scoop, our stories about food in the news. First things first, a follow up to last week. Not not that we are apologizing for stepping on anybody who super loves pumpkin spice season at Starbucks, et cetera. Yeah, but we kind of are. Yeah. Well, Maybe. we're not really apologizing. I'm just validating no, no, not, you. Not, not stepping on. I'm definitely not apologizing. But right. I'm saying like we're not stepping on anybody. Sure. Yeah. But I'm going to validate you because apparently we are obsessed with pumpkin spice as a society. Mm -hmm. Not us individually. Yes. But as a society, because science... There is like a scientific psychological reason mm -hmm. that we are so hung up on pumpkin spice. Apparently it is this like psychological connection that mm -hmm. has been developed because of all the marketing over the past two decades that now in our temporal lobes, 
the concept of fall and pumpkin spice and warm family nostalgia are all connected. Mm-hmm. So we're not actually just trying to taste pumpkin stuff. We're trying to bring back memories of like family, childhood, yeah. like leaves falling, trick or treating, football. Air is crisp. Their marketing is, first off, it's not marketing, it's brainwashing. I mean, legitimately, right. what they've done is they've done a slow, they like, they've like slow played us over the past two fucking slow, decades. Slow, at least $500 million is spent on pumpkin spice flavored items in the United States each year. How much is spent on advertising to get us to spend that much but that's money? That's what I'm saying. And when I say slow, I'm referring to the fact that they've been they've been doing this to us for over two decades. You can refer to it as science. I refer to it as brainwashing. They found yeah. a way to connect a flavor to like our, Warm our feelings. Me- yeah, to our memory. Like and the crazy part is like their brainwashing is so good. You have dumb motherfuckers, like I'm not gonna trash on specific people in New Orleans, but like who have never experienced an actual fall where like they in their mind, like they're getting triggered by fall things. And yeah. They, a lot of them I think I grew up in the town yeah. where was it actually shot in Salem, Hocus Pocus? Or was it like a fill-in city that was used as Salem? Let's just say Salem, Massachusetts. Sure, but I feel like because I watched that movie as a child, I grew up there and knew what fall was like at one point. Yeah, exactly. I didn't. Yeah, but that's something like their brainwashing is so good that people that have never, that don't even experience like this season of fall are drinking pumpkin spice, being like, mmm, fall's here. Like wearing your little fucking North Face cardigan, sitting in their fucking car in New Orleans when it's 90 degrees outside. Like this is how effective their fucking marketing is. And it actually makes a lot of sense. It's pretty crazy that this has been a thing where like for the past two decades, they're like, no, we're going to make this flavor a thing for fall. We're going to attach big pumpkin. it. Yeah, we're, yeah, big pumpkins in on this. It's not even like tinfoil hat. Like it's a real thing. They're stating how much money they put into marketing campaigns. And guess what? It works every fucking time. And we talked about this last week. I'm not against pumpkin flavored things. I actually think they're really good, but I'm not going to sit in my car when it's hundred degrees outside and pretend like I'm experiencing some fall thing. So I think we're so intelligent. We're like on another, like a higher plane. They can't brainwash you. In yeah. There. That's what's well, going on. You have on. people that literally will say like, oh my God, it tastes like fall. It tastes like really. What's That's not fall? a thing. Yeah, really. Were you from Natchitoches? That's not. Yeah. But it, even if it, even if you are from you've Vermont, on, have you been on a plane home before? Home of fall. Yes. <laughs> I'm just getting upset. <laughs> That's you can't taste fall. No, fall is not a taste. But it is crazy that like yeah. okay to get more specific, it's the medial temporal lobe that apparently is what scientists consider the brain's associative network, and they say that like we don't even taste as well as we think we do, our sense of taste is like really impressionable. Of course it is. So sometimes we're tricked by visual things Mm -hmm. or just like reading descriptions can fool us into thinking that we know what something tastes like. Yeah. Because I promise you, if you start pulling up some of these pumpkin flavored, whatever the fuck from across various companies, I promise you in the description of the flavors, the flavors will also attach to what you believe fall would look like uh-huh. and would feel like and would smell like. It's like- There's a oh, picture of leaves yeah, on the packaging. There's a picture of leaves. Everything is done in like a red or a brown or like a like an off yellow hue. There's like, you know- oh, Or the, orange? Or orange. Are there, like a pumpkin? 
Yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I name every flavor, but the fucking obvious one. An off yellow one. hue. An off yellow hue. Orange. So, yes. so yeah, I mean like orange. Um, and everything you know is like oh, like the crisp and refreshing and cool. And it's like yeah, everything is tied into a fall. It's, it's actually fucking insane that the more that I think about it, how much actual science goes into just getting people to spend all of their fucking money. And basically, at the end of the day, all we can say is. If you're a basic bitch that likes to go to fucking Starbucks, you like to drink your pumpkin spice, whatever, and you do like little stupid TikToks where it's like, oh my God, here's what I have to tell you this now. Now I have my, my ADs kick in. Those TikToks where like they do the voice thing where it's uh-huh. like the, where it's like, oh, you want me to say motherfucker to you? And, but like the caption is like, when your husband tells you not to go to Starbucks and they're doing that voiceover, I'm like, oh my God, those are like, there's basic, and then there's like a whole nother fucking level. And you know what? She's rebelling. She's going to Starbucks. Yeah, and they're wearing like fucking Lululemon fucking yoga pants. And anyways, and I see those, and I'm like, you know what? I kind of don't even blame you anymore because for the past two decades, we've been basically the target of a mass marketing campaign to literally like implant this idea of fall in our fucking brain. And it's a lie. And it's all They call it pumpkin spice. Yeah. And 99% of the time, there is zero pumpkin content in it at all. Yeah. Well, that's even It is usually a blend of four or five spices. Oh, this is going to break people's brains. They're like, I love pumpkin. People don't care though because- Cinnamon. It's so in there. Ginger. Yes. Cloves, nutmeg, allspice. You mix that shit together. You taste it. You're like, ooh, pumpkin. No, there's no pumpkin in there. That's pumpkin spice. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. You're you again, you've been and again, we can't blame anybody anymore because now we know there's a science behind this. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why y'all are fucking basic, except for me and Ashley, because we're just on a higher plane over here. See, like I said before, the fall that I subscribe to is spooky. Like yes. that's that's my yeah. interpretation of fall. Like I'm gonna go hard in with Halloween. Yeah. I don't celebrate the traditional background of Halloween and like what it's really meant to be, whatever. But yeah, like, well, no, but that's the nostalgia rarely, for me. Yeah, but like not a lot of people do. You no. know what I'm saying? Like I, I see what you're saying. Just like the pumpkin purists aren't what they think they are either. We're basically, we're living in a pumpkin spice simulation. Yeah. Here's my tinfoil hat for you though. Are you not susceptible to the pumpkin spice marketing? Because you can't smell it. Because you can't smell which is such a huge part. I would argue the most important part of like sensory being related to like things attached to memory, blah, blah, blah. Do you think that you are not susceptible because you can't smell? Just saying. Hmm. I feel like part of the experience is smell. Maybe. Okay. I just maybe, want, you to th- I want you to think about that. Maybe I'm just like overcompensating for my quote disability. <laughs> maybe. Fuck pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't smell them, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the podcast episode yep, title. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> I'm literally making a note of that right now. All right. If I can't smell them, fuck them. <laughs> no context needed. All right. Listen, I think we need to move to Japan. Okay. Sorry, that Both was that was a, a bulky ass like not smooth segue. It just, I, are I you was, saying this because I'm obsessed with Tokyo vice and you read my little blog piece about how everyone should be watching Tokyo vice right now. What if I tell you I didn't read it? I know you didn't read it. I was just putting, I was, <laughs> I was just calling you out. I didn't read anything this weekend, but also you should really watch Tokyo. I did vice. watch really an good. entire new season of Indian matchmaking on Netflix. I've heard that actually shows really good. It really is. Yeah. But I didn't read anything. My brain just rotted a little bit more. Okay, that's fine. I appreciate you being honest. No, it has nothing to do with that. And I'll read it at some point, you know. No, don't. I mean, I'm not saying that facetiously. (laughs) That's not a really sarcastic. No, don't. Yeah, you're you're good. You can't smell it. Fuck it. (laughs) Don't teach yourself yourself how to read on my behalf. (laughs)
No, Japan. I think we should move to Japan because we would be really good at what the country is asking people to do. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know that we qualify as young people anymore. Japan has launched a campaign urging young people to drink more booze. Okay. We're like, cool, done, got it. Like, you don't have to urge me twice. Yeah. In fact, I've been working on this campaign for two decades, <laughs> right. similar to pumpkin spice. The Japanese government wants the nation's youth to get drunk for their country. I love that Wait, that's seriously? an exact quote in the article. <laughs> get drunk for your country? That's the best slogan from any country in like the history of countries. Get uh, drunk for your country. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Apparently it's so, I mean, they're in debt. And so they want to reap tax revenue from liquor sales. Oh, that's actually, that's pretty smart. They're trying to revitalize the nation's booze industry. Okay. Apparently the tax revenue from alcohol sales is drying up, pun intended. Womp womp. Potentially caused by their aging population and shifting tastes among young people that just don't show the same interest in drinking. That's really interesting. And that's a huge cultural gap between here and there. I don't know that they need to urge their current citizens to drink for their country. They just need to do more tourism marketing campaigns for the lushes of other countries that will come and support that industry. You get tourism and you get drunks. (laughs) Like all in once. Yeah. We should be, we should be contacted by the tourism board of Japan to be flown over there for at least a week just to drink our way throughout the entire country to show people how cool it is to drink and support your country. Yeah. Like, we'll be patriotic as fuck in Japan. Right. I'll be drunk. I'll be blackout drunk the entire time. How much you want me to drink? I'll, I'll go for it. For your country. No, I really do think this is a clever slogan. It's really interesting because, so I've never, have you ever been to Japan? I'm guessing. I haven't. Okay. So it's like, it's, I'm, mm, this is really hard. Because I, I like waffle back and forth between like Japan and like South Korea right now as far as the top two places I really want to go. Mm-hmm. South Korea is super underrated. But Japan, from what I know and have read and watched and all that, like they do have a really, really big drinking culture. So I find this to be very interesting. But like you said, if it, their population right now is getting older and younger people are starting to shift what they're into – all of a sudden, they're like, oh, shit, we're in some debt. You know, it'd be awesome if y'all just, like, went to a bar and just got shit-faced and started, you know, tipping and giving yeah. the tax money back to the country right now. It's stats, too. Like, over the course of four years, the liquor sales and how much it contributed to tax revenue in the country mm-hmm. decreased by, like, 13% That's over the huge. course of four years. Yeah, it's and massive. that was up until 2020, so not, like, in the midst of the pandemic, but I'm yeah, sure that yeah, didn't yeah. help either. No, I can't imagine that it did. And obviously, because we've never been there, we don't understand what it was like in Japan during COVID. Like, you know, in New Orleans, like we definitely had some services where like, we can get booze delivered to mm-hmm. us and whatnot. I think that the fucking alcohol consumption in Louisiana probably skyrocketed during COVID. Mm-hmm. At least actually from like in the United States in general, I'm pretty sure yeah. that we saw like a drastic increase in the amount of like alcohol intake per person. I thought you were just going to say alcoholism because yeah, that too. Oh, well, that too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they kind of coincide with mm-hmm. each other, but I don't know what, you know, Japan offered during the pandemic. I can't speak on that, but yeah, this is pretty fucking crazy. I would, God, I want to go there so bad, but yeah, from what I know, big drinking culture, but it sounds like things are shifting and they need people to get drunk for their country. The country tax agency is looking for business proposals from young people or like groups or whatever with ideas on how to make this 
a thing and how to get young people drinking again. Can you submit which, proposals? Yeah, which here seems like, wait, you need you need us to do what? You and need- convince young idiots to do what? You, like, you want me to come up with the plan? Hold my beer. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, one I, pitch is of famous actresses, quote, performing as virtual bar workers in completely digital clubs. Like meta bars? What does that mean? I don't... How does that encourage actual alcohol sales? I don't understand that concept at all. They should just fly people like me and you over there and just get drunk on their dime and just be like, hey, we'll do a bunch of cool videos for you. Right. Show you how awesome Japan is. Um, No, so I forgot. There's another podcast I was listening to recently, like a week or two ago, and one of the hosts, like uh, his wife is from Japan, and he flew back there. And he was talking about how he was the only tourist there and he had a really hard time navigating it because everyone there is speaking Japanese because tourism is just now starting to come back. Right. And so if they're already struggling with their population and tourism is just now starting to come back, they should just encourage people to fucking visit Japan right now. Exactly. Like go there and get fucking drunk. That's what I said, tourism. Like maybe tapping into, you know, your own population isn't what's working out. How about you just find start- other countries yes. where drinking is a problem? Yes. Bring those people. I'm, to spend their drunk money in Japan. I'm pointing at myself and I'm pointing at you. I'll We're go on there. The same page. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Let's go to Japan. We're going okay. to Japan. Book a trip. This is the opposite kind of of a story from here in the States. Mm-hmm. Over in LA, there is a TikToker who made a video of how she was upset because she went to this bar in LA. Can't talk shit because I'm on there now and I, I actually really like it a lot. <laughs> I hate how much I'm enjoying TikTok. I really I just want to pull up any episode from like last year. Of me just yeah, trashing the living yeah. fuck out of it. Yeah. Hot fire shitting mm-hmm. on the whole platform. You're like, well, no, you can't say too much about it because I'm on it. Zing Zay was it Zing Jing P? Is that is that how you pronounce his name? Probably fucking up. He got me good. He has my facial recognition. Mm-hmm. He has access to my phone, which I kind of don't give a fuck about any of that stuff. About. Okay, but, but anyways, you can't tell me what to do. I'm still going to talk like that because this TikToker is not like you. Because this yeah, TikToker. Yeah, I mean, I do old people TikTok. Where sure. It's like, I went to a restaurant. This TikToker was not allowed to get into a bar in LA because they changed their policy. She got carded and she's not old enough because the, the bar now requires people to be 30 years old to get in. I love that. I love it too. That's great. Is, I need is more this, of that. Is this ageist? Maybe. Probably. Maybe go fuck yourself. Right. I'm just quoting Mark Wahlberg from yeah. The Departed. <laughs> the comment section is just so accurate though. Like, take me to the promised land. Yes. That, that's exactly where yeah, I want to be. That sounds like the best bar in the history of bars. Maybe I can go to a bar where everyone there is minimum 30 years old and just kind of minding their own fucking business. Sounds Someone awesome. Someone says, that seems nice. I bet the bathrooms are clean. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there's no one on the floor in the bathroom. I don't know. Listen, I'm not, I think this bar is a great idea, but you're also assuming that 30 year olds are like really responsible. No, I know, I know, I know we're not. I know people in their 30s who are massive pieces of right. shit. Right. Yeah. So, but with that being said, if there was a bar in New Orleans that was a 30 and over bar, I'm definitely hanging out there. I got to check out what that bar is like. We were talking about this before we started recording that there's a bar by my house that I would love to hang out at mm-hmm. if there was an age minimum that was closer to my own age. Okay. Because it got infiltrated and invaded by college students, mm-hmm. even though it's not like on, when I was, look, I went to school here 
Mm-hmm. And the bars that we hung out at were pretty much on campus. And there was, at the time, there was no Uber. So you had to either get a God, ride. We're millennials. Right. You had to get a ride with someone that was not sober enough to be driving, well, you or had you had the, to call United Cab. Or you had the story of the one time during Mardi Gras where you were riding around the back of a U Haul truck. Yes, but that's a very specific yes. one. I know. Thing. I'm just throwing yeah. out what you yeah. had to do. Desperate times, desperate measures. Look, it wasn't like on a Saturday night in October and we had the U Haul. U Haul? Yes. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes. <laughs> you call a U-Haul. That actually should be their slogan. Here we go oh again God. with the genius the ideas. The U-Call truck. <laughs> you call U-Haul. You call we haul. See? Okay, we got to stop. You're, giving, stop. Them, you're yes. giving them too many ideas. So we didn't have Uber, so we pretty much stayed on campus. Now they go out all over the place and they invade all the places that should be ours. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be in the background of some idiot doing TikTok dances at this bar while I'm just trying to hang out with my friends, talk, like drink, listen to the music, yeah, whatever. We're trying to be 30 plus over here. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see it, but I'm doing the stupid, like, when I dun, 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 yeah, like dances. A, TikTok trending dance. And I'm sure I'm in the background making like the evil elder millennial face. Like, oh my God. I've shared this story, how this happened to me at a post office. I yes. did, did I share it on the podcast? Yes, I think how I, and I, was, and I was standing in the background and I le- legitimately had no idea what was happening right? because you can't even really hear the music. Right. It's just, you see somebody put their phone on some yep. sort of a surface and they take a, t- a couple of steps back mm-hmm. and the next thing you know they're flailing their arms like they're fucking drowning and shit and you're like wait what is, and i'm slapping their hips yeah. and like doing the little and i'm in the background and, and i'm like what is ha- i thought there's like are they having a seizure do i ask them if they're okay oh wait no i hate them and this person i think was like 13 14 years old try but adding alcohol that, and there's five of them no because if you had alcohol and that's happening in front of me at a bar i'm the type of person that would go up to them and be like you look fucking stupid also please like take like do this in the privacy of your own home why do you have to do this at a bar and make me hate you don't even know you now i hate you and i hate this bar and i'm gonna attach right this bar to you and now i'm gonna talk to the bartenders and be like you do you let this happen in your bar because i'm never coming back here and it's because you let shit like this happen here right i don't want this bullshit but the thing is if you raise the minimum age to 30 yeah i don't think that would be a problem i i agree with that i agree so i'm gonna send a note to it that would just bar. be 30 year olds on tiktok scrolling but not doing any dances right <laughs> Like, oh, this spa looks nice. That's a great travel destination. Ooh, look at these clear organizers. I want to buy some of those for my fridge. This place does two-for-one tacos every Tuesday? I had no idea. I've been there a million times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk. We'll we'll share more TikTok. Ten great habits to get into so you get Uh a good night's sleep. Uh Yep. (laughs) The things to get rid of your under-eye bags. (laughs) The tips and tricks you didn't know that yeah. you already have in your medicine cabinet. And I'm definitely sharing those two friends via text at the bar being like, dude, have you seen this? Yeah. 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 Or actually we're looking at Instagram of content that originated on TikTok because we're over 30. Because we're over 30. That's what yeah. we do. So yeah. just let us be over 30 in peace. That's all we ask. That's all we want. That's that's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you a question before we got started because I didn't know how to set this one up and I still don't know how to set this up. It's like the equivalent of last week, someone put a kink in the hose for Italian restaurants. I don't know what you're saying by this. I know. I just, I don't know how to set up this story without just saying it. Okay. It was a weird week for the transport of Italian food. Okay. Because in the course of one week, in Tennessee, a tractor trailer wrecked on a highway and it was full of Alfredo sauce, mm-hmm. like jars of Alfredo 
all over the highway, massive cleanup, bulldozers, sauce and broken glass everywhere, somebody taken to the hospital, like a whole thing. Dude, can you imagine having going like going to the hospital on your chart? It just says Alfredo sauce incident. Right. Pretty epic. Just and then, that out and there. then all kind of people at restaurants in the area have to be like, oh no, because of the Alfredo shortage, you yeah. can't have that today. <laughs> There's like some poor old couple at Olive Garden be like, actually, I'm sorry, we can't do Alfredo tonight. Like, wait, what's going on? They're like, well, <laughs> I can't have red sauce. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> My acid reflux. Well, then I suggest you don't come to fucking Olive Garden anymore. Right. Yeah. You come back next week when they finally cleaned up all the Alfredo and broken yeah. glass on the highway. There's somebody in the hospital right now, okay? Now, the day before on the other side of the country, same thing happened with a big rig full of tomatoes. I did see that. So what is the tinfoil hat Italian conspiracy? <laughs> I, I, wait. Hey, huh? <laughs> I don't know. The crash of the trucks all over the highways. <laughs> I'm drunk on the wine. <laughs> No tomatoes, <laughs> yeah. no Alfredo. Like, yeah. what are you supposed to eat? Yeah. It's like me when I was a kid. Look, what's okay. next? Olive oil, Wait. like an olive oil. There spill? was a year. I don't know if I've told you in detail how picky of a child I was. I don't think you did, because I think I would have made fun of you. I was very picky. Who's the picky kid? Actually, no. I feel like kids are secretly not so secretly kind of picky little bitches. Like, no spaghetti with red sauce, please. Like no meat sauce. What would you eat spaghetti with? I like a butter and spaghetti. Plain angel hair pasta. Okay, it had to be angel hair. That was my favorite. I don't know why. Okay, that was just, whatever. Yeah, but to the point where my family was like, "Where do you want to go for your birthday dinner with the family?" And I'm like, "Olive Garden." They're like, "But you don't really like Italian food." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go get pasta." And we all went to Olive Garden. That is the. They were like, "No, we can go anywhere." I'm like, "Yep." Olive Garden oh my for my bowl of plain angel hair pasta. And everyone's like, why are we here? Yeah. I can't believe that we're here, but also, <laughs> but you know what? At least you were a kid because I would have been fine in this week of big rig crashes. You have been with totally tomatoes okay. and Alfredo. Yeah. Like, guess what? Motherfuckers been preparing for this uh, right. spill for years. <laughs> I actually, so I, and I told this story recently, uh, like the first job that I got when I moved to new Orleans, I was in sales and, uh, this, this company had like this thing where like if you hit like your certain goals you got this thing called like a contest well i was in like a pod and i had a like a supervisor that was over me uh-huh. and then like somebody else who's been in the same role as me but had doing it for longer so the thing was that if like you hit your goals the person that was like the supervisor would take like the the people like out to lunch right but because i was in the pod so when she hit her goals like when i first started we got to go anywhere and he like was doing pretty good for himself. I could go anywhere in New Orleans. And so we sat, we sat her down. We're like, hey, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'll say his name. Tony is like, hey, anywhere you want to go out to eat in New Orleans, it's on me. It's me, you, and it's 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 uh, it's us three. We're doing this. So like go on Yelp and filter through those $4 yes. sign places. Yes. And also anywhere, like, anywhere, anywhere. And this person um, is also like born and raised Louisiana and like loves to eat, knows all the great restaurants in town, Theo's Pizza. What? Theo's Pizza. Because she loved Theo's Pizza. And while we were there, was like a pig in shit. Was so fucking happy to be eating Theo's Pizza. And not only was I upset, because I'm because because <laughs> like I had just moved here. I wasn't making any money at this job. I was brand new, as brand new at it. But I'm like sitting across the table from her being like, we could have eaten anywhere 
in this city. And then Tony- I could have been at a top rated, historic, yes. like yeah. expensive ass yes. New Orleans restaurant. And Tony, the one who paid for it all, the one who was like overseeing both of us was like, he even was upset. He was like, I gave you an open checkbook. We could have gone in, we could have had like a thousand dollar dinner. I don't give a fuck. And this is where you wanted to go. And I, so that was, that was the whole, that, yeah, that was me, my parents saying, was, we can go yeah. anywhere for your well, birthday. I'm like, is, yes. Yeah. The difference Olive is Garden. you were a kid and this individual is like 30 at the time. A full adult. Yeah. And so it fucking kills me. Cause I'm like, I could have had the most epic meal of my life and you fucking ruined it because you wanted to eat Theo's pizza, which by the way, was three minutes away from the office. Like we got in the car, I was like, Rrr. Park got out and ate pizza. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyways, that's just me being really fucking upset. I will never forget losing out on what should have been one of the most epic meals ever. I, unbelievable. <laughs> and at least you were a kid. So anyways, that's me. That's me. Like, that's, I'm actually like, you have a, you have a legit excuse. Like you're a kid and you're picking, you want to eat your plain Look, pasta. And if nothing else, like I didn't make the rest of the family eat plain pasta. Yeah. They got to order whatever they wanted and they got their yes. endless soup salad and breadsticks. Don't so I, know, I, I, don't, I don't dislike Theo's pizza, but if there's an option where someone's like, Hey, open checkbook anywhere you want to go in the city, bro, mm -hmm. I'm going ham. I'm going fucking nuts. Right. Yeah. Like I said, filter to yeah. only the $4 yeah. sign places. Which by the way, also could have been a dinner also could have involved alcohol literally anything no nope. oh pizza for lunch i sat there with a fucking coke and like a glass of water and ate, ate like two slices of supreme I was like can we fucking leave here I'm, <laughs> I'm too i'm too upset to eat pizza for the first time in my life anyways oh for the first time in my life i'm going to las vegas next month yes you are in a big development mm -hmm. but not for this reason and i wonder if it's too late to go twice in a month However, I have, I don't think any chance of getting this. It's one of those things that involves homework. Not with that attitude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. I know less. It has homework. We have talked about you writing, but I need to know of your fictional writing skills. Okay. Not, not the best. Not the best. Uh, actually, I don't know. I used to write a lot of fiction when I was younger and I would like win awards for it. I would do a very vivid imagination, but I don't write. You're like I'm terrible at it. I've only won awards yeah, for but it. I was really young. I haven't written fiction forever. Now oh. it's all like nonfiction stuff where it's just me oversharing about my own life <laughs> for no fucking reason. Okay. Well, I have a challenge for you. Okay. Mountain Dew is running this strange promotion mm -hmm. called Hard Dew I Do. Okay. We've talked about the hard Mountain Dew before, the elusive hard Mountain Dew that is the alcoholic flavors of Mountain Dew. It's not elusive. My buddy Matt, no bullshit. I still haven't replied to him today because I'm the worst texter ever. Sent me a photo of a giant pallet of hard Mountain Dew at a grocery store by his house. Where? Uh, he's, he's in St. Louis. Right. Yeah, I know. Here, can't find it. Yeah. So I think if we applied for this promotion, not us together, but mm -hmm. individually, if you or I did this, you would have to pull out your fictional writing skills because they are offering to fly a fanatic of hard Mountain Dew to Las Vegas mm -hmm. so they can marry a can of hard Mountain Dew. Okay. And that's why I'm saying you need to brush up on your fictional writing skills because we've never tried it. But I would like <sighs> to win a free trip to Vegas. It Let's would, pretend. It would be pretty sweet. But also, I feel like flies to Vegas are like 300 bucks, maybe a round trip. Like, we could just go to Vegas. We don't need to, like, write a fictional story about our love for Hard Mountain Wait, Dew, which, separated. by the way, we, we are not had both yet. going. It's it's a person. Oh, it's only one? So we oh. are not collectively marrying Mountain Dew in a weird thruple situation where one of them is an inanimate I have to object. write a story and then marry a can of Hard Mountain <laughs> Dew? This is kind of fucked up. Also, I can just not buy a flight? 
rather just like use my points. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I doing? It's like, <laughs> hey, I spent a lot of time on this story, and I will commit to marrying a can of hard Mountain Dew. They're like, all right, you won. I'm like, cool. And that only took me 12 hours of time. And I 12 kept, hours? I don't know. I'm just making up a fucking... I don't know how long this, their story is I doubt it. I think you be. could have another glass of wine and just start spinning I would about. definitely write some like fictional story about me and a, and a can of hard Mountain Dew on a honeymoon and like all what that would entail. And it would be fucking obscene. <laughs> like, it would just be like <laughs> the most absurd story of all time. And then I would end up like cheating on it with a fucking... Topo Chico or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> literally, I'm looking at the, the quote, application right now. Yeah. They want to know about the courting. Mm. Oh, so how, can you get that creative with How it? you knew that Hard Mountain Dew was the one for you. Okay. We have no stories. That's what I'm saying. You're going to have to make some shit completely yeah. up. Yeah, it would all have, have to be completely fabricated. How you knew that Hard Mountain Dew was the one for you. I don't know. How about you get Hard Mountain Dew in stores in New Orleans first, and then right. we can talk. I've been wanting to try this. What makes you the one for Hard Mountain Dew? The one true love. Well, if I have to explain that to you, then I don't want it. Write your proposal <laughs> to ask for the hand in marriage. Oh. So you got to treat like the corporation Mountain Dew or the Pepsi Corporation like you're asking its parents I guess. for Hard Mountain Dew's hand. Yeah. <laughs> or its tab or whatever. <laughs> so. I got way too much of a kick out of that. Yeah. I don't know. This is really interesting. I'll go to your wedding in early October if you're marrying a can of hard Mountain Dew. It, it specifies that, no, this is not a legally binding ceremony. I would, I would well, die. It's a can of a beverage. I would, I would hope not. that you get a fresh dye of green before I, before I went up to the altar and said I do. That would be my only requirement from you. I want fresh green in the hair. Like it has to be like all the way up to day the Day before. Day, oh, day before. Oh, yeah, fresh, fine. Fresh. Just, yeah. Fresh. Freshen it up for my... Very important. Bitch, you can't be in pictures with Ratchet Weave like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You embarrass me in hard do over here. What's wrong with you? (laughs) This is our big day. You're fucking it up. Look, I mean, I'll I'll send you the link to do this, even though I know you're not. I'm not going to do it. You're not gonna do it. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous. I I liked it at first when I thought that you could just kind of submit anything, but I feel like there's a lot of guidelines around this. I would want to write a fictional story about me and a can of Har Mountain Dew on a honeymoon somewhere. I think, I think it would be even better, though, if you said right off the bat, like, fuck these specific questions you're asking me. I'm oh. just going to write you a short story. Yeah. And then when I run out of character limit in this box, I'll continue to the next one. Still not answering your specific questions, but here's part two. I kind of feel like they would dig that because yeah. do you remember when their whole thing was like extreme for Mountain Dew shit? It's like, hey, I'm so fucking Mountain Dew persona over here that I've like gone completely outside of the boundaries that you've given me and I've written my own shit. Oh, and I think you're going to love it too. And here it is. Yeah. That actually would probably get me in Vegas marrying a can of hard Mountain Dew. Is it an all expenses paid trip or they yes. just covered the flight? I think so. What do they cover besides the fucking... You know, the nuptials. <laughs> like, do I have to, like, take the can, like, to a club or something? Is there, like, a is there like some, like, lame photo where I have to, like, pose for a kiss and it's really embarrassing? Look, and outside of never... wedding obligations on Wednesday, October 5th, the city is yours. Uh, where will you stay in Vegas? Uh, an all-star. It just says an all-star resort and casino. Oh, Two they're, nights. They're putting you in a fucking Motel 8. We're going to get murdered. What will the winner and their guests do while in Vegas? History making wedding ceremony and photo shoot, uh, flights, two nights of epic lodging, local transportation, and a thousand dollar cash prize. Okay, so they give you a thousand dollars cash and you're in a hotel for two nights. And a flight. 
and a flight. I mean, yeah, they got, they got to get, get you And here. you're in all their marketing shit. And I guess they give you some, that could be your way to finally try Hard Mountain Dew. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> if the one time I married Hard Mountain Dew, which would also The one be, time you marry it, the one time you try I it try is it when you be, marry it. Yeah, but like, so I got way ahead of myself. So I was yeah. thinking like, this is very uh, like reflective to me of like the people that go to Vegas and meet somebody at a club and they get yeah. blackout drunk and then they get married. This is exactly what would be happening with me and hard mountain Dew, in a fucked up you way. You pull up and you're like jokes on you fuckers. The yeah. first time I've ever tried it is just now. Yeah. And I'm just already drunk. And then it would be a win in a really weird way. I feel like that actually goes along with like how like the chapels in Vegas work with people getting drunk and going there and getting married. Okay, well, let's write your story tonight. That's the homework. I accidentally, one time when I was in Vegas, I walked onto the scene of what happens in Vegas with Ashton Kutcher and whatever uh, girl from The Mask. I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to help you because it's more fun when I get to see the DMs of being like, <laughs> and they like love to correct and fill like in how, answers. I just like how in my head, she's the girl from the mask. And then I immediately went Drew Barrymore and it's, no! obviously, it's obviously Cameron Diaz. Right. I fucking know this, but it's just funny. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, help me out here. The girl from the mask. <laughs> like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm such a fucking millennial, but no, I was walking and that you're going to love this. I was drunk and I was walking through a casino, casino floor. I forget which hotel. Cause I was trying to find their PF Changs. I couldn't find it <laughs> <laughs> and I was crossing and then I wasn't paying attention to my surroundings at all. And as I'm crossing through the floor out of nowhere, like a arm goes over my chest and a, and a dude's doing like the Heisman kind of a thing. He's like, Hey man, what are you doing? Like you can't be walking over here. Like, don't you see all the signs? And I'm like, huh? And then I, I'm looking for PF Changs. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm looking for PF Changs. Like, you're in my way. Like, I'm sorry, are you the bouncer for PF Changs? Like, is there like a secret where are them code big now? horses at? Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up! I have a, ma- a can of Mountain Dew uh, hard to fucking marry real quick. No, but then I looked up and no bullshit. Like ten feet away from me was Ashton Kutcher, and they were filming the scene where they actually win like the slot yeah. jackpot thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, because I watched the movie like a year later, and I was like, oh, like I was actually at like the pivotal scene in the movie. I had yeah. no idea. I was just drunk trying to find. Where's a PF, PF Changs? <laughs> Reshoot. Back to one. I just had a mommy. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that's a random Las Vegas story. So yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm not going to do this, but it, it is. <laughs> anyways, thanks for the story. I'm not going to do anyways, it. Thanks for the story. I will never try this, but you know, I hope somebody, somebody writes a great story and I hope they win and they get to go there and have a good time. Let's do our food high and lows. That's okay. it for my stories. That was the end. Yeah. That's, that's the end. You Do you want to go first? I think my high and my low are wrapped into one again. Okay. So you're cheating all the time. That's great. I mean, my low is just, it's a story that you've heard a million times before. It's like I was hung over and I ordered Mikimoto. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. Sushi place. Um, but also low uh, kind of TikTok made me do it. Um, What'd you do? You know, the kid, look, I follow recess therapy, which is the original account where this became a thing. The little kid who's talking about corn. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then it was made into a song and now it's all over the internet. Yeah. And then it's got poor, the juice. Yeah. It's got the juice. Yeah. Big lump with knobs. It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Port Orleans where I host trivia on Thursdays mm-hmm. made a video of their street corn with that song. Cause you have to You have to, you absolutely have to. And so I've been craving that corn ever since they posted the video. I want to say on Wednesday. Okay. And nobody would go with me to get this corn. I was like, "Hey, do you want to? You want to go to? You want to go with me?" Um, uh. Like, dude, stop pushing your corn agenda. On right, me. <laughs> corn agenda. There's a sentence I never thought I'd say. 
my high was when I finally just lived my own bliss and went by myself to get it today and some tacos and realized like, I don't know what I was waiting for. Like the street court is delicious. I deserved it since Wednesday. I didn't need anybody to come hold my hand while I ate this corn. Cause I needed two hands to eat it anyway. Well, also like Port Orleans is a brewery and a lot of times like their food situation, it's not like you have to go there and sit down and you're by yourself and now you're like Stephen fucking Glansberg where like it, it's really awkward and you're just sitting there. Like you, right. can, you can easily get their food and just like get out. You can sit down if you want. It's and not, mentally, it's not I don't know what was messing with me. I know like all the people who work there. I work, I mean, I'm yeah. kind of part of the team on Thursday nights when I host trivia. So I walked in there like, oh my God, hey, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm getting food to go. Like, oh, okay, this is normal yeah. and fine. You wanted your partner in corn. I face palmed on the microphone yeah. just now. <laughs> I, feel I, like, did. I feel like I just pulled a you on you, by the way, with uh-huh. the words, with you the did. words. Yeah. I felt pretty good. about. So now that. I know how you feel all the time, all the time, literally mm. all the time. <laughs> I'm sorry for the way that I am. Yeah. What is that from the office where it's like, why are you the way that you are? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's fucking hilarious. Cause I'm trying to remember any of the other food that I ate this weekend or this it's not week better than comb. in my, like, no, nothing's better than that. Everything else was just tinged with hangover. So that kid's the best. And I hope he's making all the money. Cause he's like the cutest thing ever. And mm-hmm. also like he loves corn. So how can you not respect that? It's a big lump with knobs. It's, it's got the juice. It's got the juice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Please tell I, me. I know you have something. I better. didn't even know it was real. Um, my my food high was Bacchanal, the wine bar I uh-huh. went to on Friday. I love at that. At 3 p.m.? At 3 p.m. I, you know, it was really great. For some reason, even though there was a million people in town, because again, LSU, Florida, uh, Florida State, at the Dome, whatever. Decadence. Decadence. Yes, I keep forgetting. There were so many, there's a lot happening this and, weekend. And uh, greater than usual amount of mm-hmm. bachelor and bachelorette parties because it was a long weekend. So everybody was confused why the other groups were there. Yeah, then you just have like your normal Labor Day people that are here just to drink for Labor Day for three yeah. days in New Orleans. So yeah, there was a lot of shit going on, but for whatever reason, there wasn't a lot of people there, which I prefer and so that was just my, my, my food high because smoked salmon dip, uh, yeah. their bacon wrapped dates are really, really good. But then just like had a really nice like ball of rosé, drank that, and then from there walked over to J&J's, which is a sports bar in the mm-hmm. Bywater. I fucking love J&J's, but they also, they have a resident cat. And so any bar that has a resident cat, I love. We have a pod cat, right? Theo hangs out. Theo is looking at me with evil eyes right now. Like, do you hear him well, talking about sl- some other cat? He's been sleeping the entire time we've been doing this episode. So even though I thought he woke up just in time one, to yeah. hear you cheating on him. Yeah. He's like, oh, what? You went to a bar with a cat? Fuck you. Um, so that was my food high. My food low was literally right before you walked in here to record the podcast. Instead of making an actual dinner, which I already had food that I made last night, could just heat that up. I just decided that for dinner, I was going to eat one of those big frozen bags of Trader Joe's dumplings. And so I ate the entire bag, which is, I don't know, 20 to 25 dumplings. And I, I don't have like a, like a little dipping bowl for a soy sauce or anything. So I just dumped soy sauce on the entire thing on a flat plate. Like a caveman like savage. A, oh, like a fucking caveman. And I don't have chopsticks. So I'm like stabbing them with the fork and just like swimming. And as I was carrying it out to like get set up, cause you were coming here, I went to go unlock the door because I'm, I'm carrying everything on a plate, I proceeded to spill soy sauce all over the front of my house. And then I sat down and within five minutes, a 20 to 25 dumplings. In fact, I saw you pull up as I was like shoveling, <laughs> shoveling the last one in. I was like, is she going to see me in the middle? I was like, eh, you know what? So that was my, my food load. She's I, probably lived worse. 
Well, yeah, but I also was like, she's gonna walk in and laugh at me. She because it, it was literally like like a mound on my plate of dumplings. I had just dumped soy sauce on top of them. Was like, this is my dinner. I don't give a fuck. So that was my that was my fulo of the week. Overall, pretty decent week though. I would say. Theo's still looking at me. Don't worry, Theo. I'll take you home. Yeah. You can come live with me. It's calm. It's corn. <laughs> Sushi and corn and Theo. Sushi and corn and Theo. Oh, by the way, how was the corn from, was it what you expected? Yeah, I've had it before. It's delicious. So oh, okay. um, if you've not had it, it's corn and different types of <laughs> yeah. cheese. You would describe it as it's tahine corn. on the outside yes. and it's delicious. And yeah. it's, yeah. it's exactly what I needed with my two tacos. Yeah. And when I go edit this, I'll be drinking some three-day weekend because it feels fitting to close up my three-day weekend. Now I want to drink a beer when this is done. I'll go grab is, you and I have some in the car. That would be awesome. You're welcome. Yeah. Plug, plug. Yeah. <laughs> sponsor us, sponsor us. That's awesome. <laughs> That's it for this week. Uh, we will talk to you again next week. Until then, you can always find us on social media. We are at PTE Pod. We read every one of your insane DMs and comments. Every one of them, including the ones where you're like, fuck you, I like my pumpkin spice, everything. To even the I ones say, from bots, we read those too. Yeah, sometimes we even reply to them because it's funny. Usually yeah. with vulgar stuff that I get flagged from Instagram saying, we cannot post this, it is harassment. I'm like, well, fuck you, they're a Why bot. are they harassing us? Yeah, they're harassing us. You should be flagging them, but no, you're not. Otherwise, outside of Instagram, don't forget wherever you listen to the podcast on the platform of your choice, if you could like, share, rate, review, whatever you can to help us spread the word about this bizarro food podcast mm -hmm. we appreciate you and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week come back for seconds <laughs>